If someone had to be Romeo on this show, who would it be? Oh, Joe, there's no doubt it's Paul, Jake. Gersh or not Jake. Me. It's not it me. is it is me with a bullet, brother. Yeah, there's are no you kidding, doubt. Are you kidding me? Drink a vial of poison over a woman and die tragically? It's absolutely oh, me. Yeah, it's a good yeah, point. Get, I wouldn't have the Jake, patience for that. Jake gets hung up quickly too. It's like every week. It's okay, like, hey, there's a nice hey, way to say that. Hey, we got an update. Yeah, we got an update. Romeo. It's like, yeah, she's yeah. out. There's a new one in. Oh, here's a new one. Summer of Jake. <laughs> Drank so much poison in the past two years. It's like all the poison. They just go through these vials of poison left and right. Oh, poor kid. I don't appreciate the implication of what Joe is saying about me right now. It's hey, I would love to be you with this area. Going back in time. Yeah, getting it done, man. I can't wait till next summer. It's going to be good. It's going to be a sad day when you settle down. It'd be a real sad day for this country and this show. <laughs> for this country. Yeah, for the show. <laughs> I love my country, but by I the have way, to down. we think Jake's mom is listening to the show, so we may. No, I, have, I know. I know for a fact she is because she texted me. Oh, that's Tell right. Paul, they don't have room in Cook County Jail for jury duty evaders. <laughs> Thank you, Very Jackie. Good point, Jackie. It's an excellent best, point. Especially with what's going on in the area. Like, like they're really going to make room for Paul because he didn't show up for jury duty. <laughs> they say, we got to get this guy in there. Yeah, like, yeah. we're going to send a message. We got people with real crimes in here. Like, oh, put them back on the streets because we got this jury duty jerk that didn't show. He wanted to stay on vacation. <laughs> jury duty jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, right. that's a good point. Let's, She's saying risk it. Let's get risk to it. the Pay football. the fine. You're good. All right, what we got? AFC. Yeah, we got an AFC championship game. Chiefs at Ravens. Now, one thing I was thinking about. Did the Chiefs flip a switch, or did they just run into a couple of really good situations with a Dolphins team that was banged up, a Bills defense that was banged up, or maybe, you know, they are on to something. I like the Ravens side here, but Joe, what say you? Not only banged up, but let's take a look at how banged up. Miami matchup. The Dolphins were missing six defensive starters. Six. Okay? The Buffalo matchup. Four starters, packful positions, including, you know, the guys that were calling out the plays on defense. And let's not forget that it was that rest advantage. A two-day rest advantage. The Bills only had five days of rest. And the Chiefs had seven days of rest in that game. So I, I would lean this that way. I would lean the larger sample size. They had struggles on offense. And they just ran into a couple of defenses where, where they did see a bunch of backups. And that certainly helped them. But we do need to give them credit. Like Rasheed Rice has really turned it on. He's I don't know that he's a number one in this league right now. But he's clearly the best option that he has on the outside, uh, outside of Kelsey. They've improved. They've improved. Now, what else they've done is uh, change things up a little bit, and that was smart by them. So it's not like they're not reacting to what's happening. And what we're seeing is the Chiefs are playing at a faster pace, which has been to their advantage against these weaker defenses. So how is it going to play out against a very challenging defense like the Baltimore Ravens? I think it's going to be a lot tougher on them. So 
if I have to pick a side, I would lean toward, look, the, the Chiefs were in great spots to succeed. They did succeed. They get credit for that. But I don't think it's going to happen again in this specific spot. And just there are a couple of mismatches that really stand out, and you have to keep going back to the Ravens' rushing attack against the Chiefs' rushing defense. And th- there's been some yeah. studies on this, and – you know, the the weakness of the Chiefs' defense is stopping the run. And then the biggest strength, I would say, of the Ravens' rushing attack is Lamar Jackson. 100 yards, two rushing touchdowns last week. I think that continues, Aaron. I think we're going to see more of it. And I know I pointed out uh, this week a lot that, hey, he only has a rushing touchdown in four different games. They don't care at this point. And if you look at the history of running quarterbacks, when you get to the playoffs, they run more it happens all the time it happened last week with Lamar I think it's going to happen this week with Kansas City and the Chiefs are bad against mobile quarterbacks so I think everything is pointing to the Ravens that's why sharp money's been coming in on them that's why it's almost four mm-hmm. across the board at this point and that's why people are betting on Lamar to score an anytime touchdown on the ground and for his rushing props those are going to continue to climb until we get to Sunday and the Ravens are healthy. You know, they keep getting guys back. It looks like we're going to see Mark Andrews, Marlon Humphrey. Just everything about this points to Ravens. I think in this, in some ways, the Chiefs and Lions kind of have had some similar success in the playoffs because they ran into some favorable situations. But for the Chiefs this weekend, I think it's going to be tough. And we've talked about it all week, how the Lions just have been beating up on teams. They play to their competition. They've blown teams out by two touchdowns or more. And the spread is, you know, at three and a half, four. It was a juice three earlier in the week. Like, there's a lot I like about the Ravens. I know we've we've been talking about it all week long, so we've touched on so many different props. So I'll – this morning, I was like, all right, who have we not talked about? Odell Beckham. I don't think he's come up a whole lot this week. We all know that this guy likes to turn it on in the playoffs. Remember, he was looking like the Super Bowl MVP a couple years ago before he injured his knee. What if the Ravens get him involved in this one? Or maybe they're saving him, but uh, receiving yards, 19 and a half. He's gone over that 10 out of 15 times. Uh, longest reception that's 13 and a half. He's gone over that 11 out of 15 times this season. I think maybe they could get him involved. Maybe it's an anytime touchdown, but would you look at Odell to be involved at all? Yeah, I, I've been thinking about this. Like, which, which Ravens receivers are going to be involved? And it's always dicey because you know the passing yards aren't going to be crazy high. And we all expect them to just run it, stick with the ground game much more. So I never end up going with Ravens receivers. If I had to, mm. I'd probably look to flowers and the run that he's been on, but yeah, it's not something that I'm going to be focused You're gonna on. Bet. Yeah. How about you? No, it's I'm with you. It's tough. Even with the Mark Andrews situation and him coming back, you just, I don't really know. It seems like any rushing props are a good look as you pointed out earlier. Um, we've been talking a lot about Gus, Justice Hill, Lamar. Um, you probably can't go wrong. I'm sure they're going to be spreading it out, though. You know, so it's just a matter of which weapon 
which offensive player is going to get a lot of volume in this matchup. Yep, I agree. All right, I've got a uh, I've got a prop on the Chiefs side that I like. It's disgusting. It's really disgusting. An but under? it makes so much sense. <laughs> yep. I like it. Nicole Hardman. BetMGM numbers actually on the higher end from what I've seen, 12 and a half receiving yards. In the playoffs, he had one catch for two yards, one catch for three yards against the Bills and Dolphins, respectively. Ugh. You go through the season, he's had one really good game against the Chargers. It didn't matter, right? Nobody cared about that game. It didn't mean anything. Their spot was locked up. He had 77 yards. Okay. So I think you could throw that out the window. Outside of that, when he made a catch, 12, 10, 13, 6, 0, 0, even before he was with the Chiefs. And then last year, the fumble through the end zone, which kept the Bills in the game, kept their hopes alive. You know, maybe they force overtime with a kick, and who knows, they lose, and it ends up being Hardman's fault. He ends up being the fall guy. I don't think he's going to get any opportunities. Maybe one catch, and that's it. But if I'm the Chiefs, I'm not playing this guy this weekend. I'm going under 12 and a half uh, receiving yards for Hardman. If you want to go under one and a half receptions, I think that's fine too. Uh, you know, again, very similar to what I said with the yardage, the amount of times he's had two catches or more is just a couple all season long. Yeah. And it, it seems like Pat Mahomes is going to be looking for rice and Kelsey early and often looking at, uh, Hardman's game log. It just shows Pat Mahomes. He just doesn't like the guy. (laughs) Like he's not looking his way. How does does he feel about him now? And how does he feel about him after what happened? And I wouldn't even put him on the field. What is longest reception again? What is that at? Oh, longest? Jeez. Um, that's <laughs> seven and a two? half. Eight and a half. Two yards, and half. three yards. That one oh. Chargers game, he had a 37-yard reception. 7, 10, 12, 6, 0, 6. I mean, that – I love it. You said it was disgusting. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it's scary because props I've heard about (laughs) one one catch he can get thirteen yards, but I'll I'll play under on that. The guy should not. Are you calling him a bum? Has he entered bum territory? He's beyond bum territory. Like, yeah, I don't even have to waste it on him. I, you know, I when I mention bums, I step out and I say Stephon Diggs is a bum, but like. Hardman, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we all know he's a bum. He's trash. <laughs> we don't even need to draw attention to it. It's no, too obvious. Like, people don't even know who he is for a reason. <laughs> Get out of here. He's so terrible. are you buying into the fact that in those Ravens losses, the opponents with the Colts and the Browns were able to run on them? Are you thinking they're going to have some success? What are you doing with Pacheco, if anything at all? Yeah, I've heard that a lot. I don't really buy into it, Aaron. I don't. It's like, oh, that it's not a Niners Chiefs situation where they're viewed as a bottom five, bottom seven defense against the run and multiple metrics would tell you that, whether it's DVOA, EPA, all that stuff. It's not that bad. I think people are just looking for something. Okay, in the games that they did lose, that they did have their struggles, this is where they gave it up. But that those spots are few and far between. So I don't think we could point to it and say, you know, over the long haul, Oh, they, they have a bad run defense. That is not the case with Baltimore. And I think people are just trying to come up with something. Like, yeah, if there's somebody on the offense, 
not Patrick Mahomes. It's probably going to have a good day. It's probably Pacheco. But that's because he's on fire, and he's a really good running yeah. back. And it's not because the Ravens injured. have an awful run defense. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got an ankle so, and a toe. What a- yeah, what about Mahomes uh, passing? Uh, we've talked about him rushing in the playoffs too. Uh, pass plus rush, that's at 272 and a half. Interception, that is, let me find that one. 129, 120. Ooh, people Man. think he's going to throw an interception. I don't, I don't want to do Chiefs overs, but when you look at the Mahomes ones, And you see it's Mahomes in the playoffs and passing touchdowns is set at one and a half and it's not juiced that much. It's tempting. It's tempting at one and a half because, I mean, there was a time a couple of years ago when you would always bet Pat Mahomes over two and a half at good plus money. Mm -hmm. And now it's Mm -hmm. basically one and a half because it's a tough matchup. I'm not doing it, but. Like you look at it's very tempting when you look at it, and then you see the passing yards is only at 240. So that's Mahomes 240 in a playoff game. It is. Well, especially if you go if you think the Ravens are gonna treat this like they've treated other games against teams with winning records and they are up big, there could be a situation where there is garbage time. Maybe this game isn't as close as people think. Uh maybe they're up big in the third quarter and he just starts slinging it yeah um what the one that ta talked about yesterday was rushing yards from Mahomes. is that interesting yeah. it's 26 and a it half is. in 19 last week he had 41 against the dolphins but you know it goes back to everything's on the line these mobile quarterbacks are going to run more than they do during the regular season so looking at those <laughs> regular season numbers you know it's just there are just certain spots where Mahomes really pops. Sometimes he doesn't run at all, and then sometimes he he runs a lot more than expected. I think because we are expecting I, uh, the Ravens to win that, yeah, it's kind of like a YOLO situation for Mahomes. Like, all right, yeah. you get banged up. You got the offseason to re- recover and prepare for next year. Like, you want to advance, so you're laying it all out there this weekend. Yeah. He had six attempts for only 19 yards last week. You're telling me that he's going to run six times? I'm good with the over. I'll bet that then because I'm pretty sure that uh, he's going to hit that clip. And I think also, like, if the Chiefs are saying, looking at this, oh, the Colts and Browns did have some success in the run game, they're going to try. They're definitely going to see if there's any wiggle room there. This is Beck UL Daily presented by... Bet MGM up next. Two minute drill. Man, these are coming down to the wire. Only a couple left. That's next on the Beck Network.